Hello, and welcome to the Reality Daily Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the Sequester Mini, the BBUS versus BB Can. Uh, the Sequester Podcast actually did pretty well last week when we talked to Tyler about his experience on the Rob as a Podcast. Uh, so we decided to talk about the Big Brother uh, Mini that they have coming up. And as mentioned, I have Tyler with me today. Tyler, how are you? I am doing just fine, Wyatt. How are you? Doing good, man. Appreciate you being here. Uh, go ahead and tell the people, uh, if, if they're not familiar with what a sequester mini is, go ahead and give them what your description like, would be. What's, well, sequester is the area that um, contestants, before they go on Big Brother or Big Brother Canada, have to be in until they let them in the house. Yeah, well, I said sequester mini, <laughs> not sequester. I know. Um, a sequester mini is basically, it's about, I'd say it's an approximate five to seven hour game where... There's a new twist every round, and every round you just vote someone off, moving room to room. Now there's rules like only like five per room maximum, etc., and it changes throughout the game. But that's basically what it is. Excellent. So what we're going to do today is we are going to draft our team that we think is going to win on Friday, and it's going to be a must-win draft. If you don't draft the winner, then you lose. Um, and we're going to go one at a time, and we're going to do this uh, in in snake draft fashion. So, you know, somebody will have the first pick, and the next person will have two, and the next person will have two, and so on and so forth, until we're done with all 20. Wait, we're so you're gonna, saying we're not going to get extra points for how many rooms they jump to in a single round? For the no, time? we will not be counting how many rooms they were in. We will not be counting an LOS being played. We will not be counting uh, if you get jury votes. We're only going to count if you win the game. If you don't win the game, that's all that matters. Okay. Do you win or do you lose? Because I feel like... um. Karen would have trouble jumping from room to room. She may be the Rob Sestrino of just, like, staying in a room and just, like, yeah. waiting. Okay. So, uh, so Tyler, since you're, since you're the guest here, I, I'm going to ask you, do you want the first pick or do you want the second and third pick? I would like the first pick because I would like Karen as my first pick. <laughs> is, that, is that serious? Yes. Fantastic. Okay. T- t- tell me why you think uh, Karen is worth uh, the first pick. I don't see people targeting Karen early on uh, because I think they will enjoy the entertainment she brings. So, and I think she's just someone people are going to forget about. And I think she's an easy person to vote for to win. Like, I think people feel very happy losing to Karen in a game like this. Listen, nothing, and I mean nothing, would make me as excited as to see uh, Karen uh, win this sequester mini. I think that would be fantastic. However, I do worry about her chances of really being in the loop uh, because, as you mentioned earlier, about kind of skipping room to room. I, I don't necessarily know if she's going to be able to adapt to the the ridiculous twists that they have sometimes. It's just like, hey, only odd number of votes count this round. Um, so I am worried about her in that regard. Uh, I do think that she will be great entertainment and she will be exactly what we loved her for on Beaver Canada 5. I just don't necessarily like her chances uh, as a winner. Um, the only thing I hope it's different between this and BB Ken 5 is that she's not robbed this time like she was in. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with that. So uh, so Karen is off the board. And with my next picks, I will go with Tiffany and I will go with Derek as my picks. Um, so just to kind of break it down, I, I think the reason why I picked Tiffany is Tiffany does have a little bit of experience with the sequester. She won the, the second sequester ever back when the it was online format, but it was one round every day. Um, so it is a little different than the mini, but she at least had experience with it and kind of with the twist that, that come with it. And I also don't think too many people are going to target her early, and I can't imagine her being too big uh, of a threat late game in terms of being like a quote-unquote name. I, I don't necessarily know if that's going to be as big of a deal here as it was in the uh, 
the RHAP uh, mini, but I do think some people with the, the bigger quote-unquote names are going to be a little bit harder to get to the end. And I don't think Tiffany is one of these people, because quite frankly, she went early in her season. So that's why I picked her. And I picked Derek, because I think Derek, in my opinion, I don't know this for a fact, because I don't really keep up with like uh, social media and everything, but I do think Derek probably has a good amount of connections with the Canadian uh, cast. I feel like he at least has had talking relationships with most of these people, and probably some of the American people, too. Um and I don't necessarily see him being a, an early boot. So that's why I picked him. I, I think he's a safe uh, downside, there's not a lot of Vancouverites on this cast. I think he's the only one. Okay, but do you think you think Vancouver is the only people that would stick together? Uh, the van, there's a big uh, Vancouver group of BB Can people uh, in the area, and I think that would be much more beneficial to him. And there seems to be a divide with the Toronto uh, people. Gotcha. All right. Well, Tyler, with your next two picks, who will you take? Well, first, I'm going to take Anthony the King Douglas. Okay. And I will take Caitlin. Okay, so go ahead and explain why you take to, took both of them. Well, I think Anthony is one of the best players in Big Brother Canada. And I think he's a very good talker. And he can also be very aggressive when he needs to be. He was good at putting people online and making sure he gets his plans done. And that's something that you need in a sequester mini. Sometimes just to be aggressive, put your plan out there and get it done. So I think he's actually a huge threat to win this. And I picked Caitlin because I like I, I think sequester a, a lot of times rewards the oddball kind of characters who can just kind of skate on by and then haha caitlin made the end let me vote for her i don't think people are really like you know the stakes are so low that they feel like ah the best player must necessarily win they might just vote it for caitlin because it might be funny yeah i i'm i'm very skeptical on both of their chances i i I think caitlin could be a hot mess and as entertaining as she would could be i don't necessarily know how well she will do under pressure uh when it comes to the short rounds i mean she really did struggle with a a certain puzzle in in her season uh so i am worried about her as far as anthony goes i agree with what you said about him being the king and being a great player i just think a lot of people here are know this and they've seen this and i think for him to be able to overcome that and have a winning game this time i do think it's going to take a lot um and and i think that uh, it may be difficult for him to be able to pull off so i'm not as high on those two as you are um but moving right along with my next two picks i will take Kristen, and i will take jesse um, the reason why I'll take Kristen is because, quite frankly, in, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, I think she was playing the best game in the Robbins podcast uh, game before she got, uh, I guess, wheeled out, you know, the equivalent of like a purple rock, uh, whatever's a, a deadlock vote. I think she was playing the best. I also believe that uh, that she's, you know, she knows everybody here. I do think there are some people here. I thought that, you were going to say she's playing the best in Big Brother Canada 6. Well, that's that's uh, that's just a low blow and not very nice. But here's the thing is I do think that um, that she's seen all these people's seasons. She probably has an idea of how they play and how, what they're capable of. Um, my biggest fear for her is due to the fact that she was not uh, technically in the Big Brother Canada house, as you alluded to earlier. I, I do think she is a, a, a prime target for first boot. I could definitely see some people being like, hey, let's go against Kristen because they've never met her. They probably don't know her at Rally Rally. Um, you know, they, they didn't see her season, and if they did, they probably missed her and probably forgot. So I am but worried about her. did we forget why it? No, we did not. No, we didn't, and neither did Audrey. Um, I, I, I am thinking she could be an early boot, but I do think that if she's somebody that can survive the first couple rounds, I think she definitely got a shot. And Jesse, What percentage I mean, of your personal net worth would you place on her winning? I wouldn't put 
a penny on my net worth <laughs> on any of these people because I really think this could go so many ways. Um, but I, I picked Jesse because I believe Jesse played the online version and the uh, in real life version. So at least he's like uh, used to the amount of twists. I don't think he's played a mini per se. Um, so I don't necessarily know if he's used to the time constraints, but he at least knows kind of an idea of how it goes. And I do think he's smart enough he's able to put it all together. Um, so that's why I picked both of them. What do you think that Kristen and Jesse's chances are? Um, I think Jesse's someone who can be targeted early just because I know he doesn't always get along with all the Big Brother Canada alumni. I'm probably in the U.S. just because he is seen as a bit of a troll, even though I usually do agree with most of his takes. I think he's a pretty funny guy. But he might have rubbed some people the wrong way. And Kirsten, I think um, I, I think Kirsten will have issues being taken seriously as a player here. I do think sometimes when people don't really know you and they um, are all – trying to be their best player they just won't listen to your opinion as much much like what happened to me when i was on there i was only one of the only non-hosts and people just didn't take what i was saying as seriously as they would have if i was all right well with your next two picks uh who are you gonna take uh i'm going to take eliza okay and rachel riley interesting okay tell us why I actually think Liza didn't play that much of a bad game in Big Brother Canada 1. I think people will underestimate her here. And I just think she's smart enough to make the right decisions, but she's not threatening enough to be targeted right away. And Rachel Riley, because um, I think with all any Twitter poll, I think she could very much likely come out on top. So I think it, whenever you have the audience support, I think it's always a good thing to have. Alrighty. Yeah, I, I definitely think Liza is is a threat to win this thing. My fear is I don't exactly know how close she would be with the alumni. I would assume that she probably is decently close, especially with the Canadian um, alumni. Rachel Riley, I think, is probably too big of a name um, to make it all the way to the end. I do think people would probably take her. I do think she's probably similar to the Rob. I do think people are more likely to give it to her if she makes it to the end, just because she probably, she in theory, should have a target on her back from the beginning. Um, so I, I don't love her chances, but I definitely think she can do it. I mean, she, she can't she can't comp beast in this game, right? You know what I mean? She can't hold on to the hot dog for HOH here. Will Audrey um, rig the season for her like Big Brother 13 <laughs> may or may have not been rigged for her? Yeah, are they going to pull Pandora's box out? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so um, with my next two picks, I'm going to take I'm going to take Tommy and I'm going to take Andy. Um, I, quite frankly, I, 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 I even on the scats, but I've taken them. The what? I forgot Andy was on the cast. Yeah, well, yeah. Listen, listen. Guess who also forgot Andy was here? The Big Brother 15 cast, right? That's how he won half a million dollars. I, you know, I think with Andy, I think that he's obviously one of the greatest players to ever play. Uh, I do wonder that just being a winner, um, it, it could be, you know, something that will put a target on his back. Um, but you know, I, I certainly think he's capable. I, I mean, he's listen. He's smarter than everybody here, right? I don't think that's, that's you yeah, know, I, a, I don't think that's a hot take, right? Is um, he a bigger player though than James Ryan? Yeah, but as you said earlier, you know, Sequestra I think generally rewards people that are a little bit more flashier and a little bit more out there. And I don't necessarily know if he's going to have the flashiest game um, to to be able to to win a jury vote. So I am worried about that, and also I'm worried about him for the winner. Uh, Tommy, I mean, he's recent, right? So like he's a recent Big Brother player, so most people have seen it his season. So I definitely think people are at least going to know him. Uh, he wasn't particularly super um, like uh, disloyal either. Like he did lie a little bit, like so did everybody else, but he wasn't like a a. a Manipulative, like backstab or anything. So, I, I like I like Tommy's chances here. I have no idea who he is. Okay, well he was on the most recent season, <laughs> and yeah. and believe you me, like the season as a whole, you didn't miss much. But he he was a great player. In my opinion, I think he probably had the most potential. Like if you put air, all the players on 100 seasons, I do think he probably does the best of the people that were on the 21. Um, so you're up next. Who are your next two? 
Um, I'm going to take Rachel and Matt, like Rachel S. Sorry, I should be more clear. I guess I chose Rachel R. last time. And now I'm choosing Rachel S. and Matt Hoffman. Matt Hoffman. Okay, tell us why. Well, I think Matt Hoffman um, not only played a great game on Big Brother um, 12, I think he played a great game on the average Joe. (laughs) Joe. (laughs) So I think if any of those skills are uh, intertwined, I think he can be... uh, big force in the coming season but really i just think not a lot of people may know who matt hoffman is because it was what eight nine years ago now i think he's a smart guy like he's in mensa so maybe he can figure out some things and just make the right moves and could be in the game and i chose rachel because i have no idea who she is but she's really hot yeah <laughs> okay she was a big brother 20 she, she went out pre-jury but uh you know she was in a big alliance and they kind of just like cut her was she hot uh yeah of course um, I, mean, I would like to specify. I would like to specify that Matt Hoffman did not play a great game on average show. He was literally the first boot like of the, of the show. But uh, as for my Hoffman's chances, you know, I feel very similar to Kristen, right? I, I think that uh, he may be somebody that people may not know right off the top of, of their head in terms of the Big Brother Canada players who have only seen the Canadian seasons. Um, so I think he may be a target early. I also think he generally has kind of a slimy vibe to him just because he kind of is like the brainiac character of the stereotype like the stereotype um and i guess rachel I, will remember him now that I'm, I, yeah of course, of course she will and i actually think they're probably going to be aligned um oh yeah 100 so, yeah so um but um yeah he has seen sequester i know he watched the uh, the most recent season he did an rhap recap of it so at least he, he's under like he knows these twists and he's thought about them at, at high level so he's definitely a threat uh, rachel s I, I think certainly has a chance just because i think people are probably going to know her because she was on a recent season and she wasn't like you know she literally did nothing wrong like she didn't like lie to anybody or anything so um so people may be uh, open to working with her so for my next two i will go with um maddie and i will go with uh give me james give me james and maddie um maddie i I think that i can't imagine anybody saying hey let's go after maddie super early and i definitely think that she probably has uh, the potential to to turn this into a winning game uh james you know, I, I think James is a little bit different than the Matt Hoffman's of the world. I think he is very, very, very familiar with the uh, with the most recent players. In fact, he's probably been really um, uh, close with some of the uh, the female alumni. I don't necessarily I'm not saying this cast, um, but uh, I, I think he gets around and I, I think he's probably going to have more connections than we would think right offhand. So I like both of their chances uh, in comparison to the rest of the field. But would James <laughs> Ryan make a poor move in the game just to perhaps get laid? Um, I I wouldn't say it is uh, out of question. I, I'm trying to think like I'm looking at this, like I'm looking at the cast right now. I'm trying to say like who that would be for. Because a I, few people right now, I would tank my game and be the first boot for Rachel S. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what do you what are your thoughts on uh, Maddie? I think she's terrible. I hate Maddie. I hate her. It's so toxic. It's so toxic. She's terrible, man. Like, no, I'm not her as a human being, but like just is a character on TV. I think she is the definition of cognitive dissonance. She would always pretend like she was controlling everything. She was in power and she was all tough in the diary room. And then she would cry her eyes out at every wrong turn in the game. And there's plenty in her game. I do not like Maddie. I would like to see her be eliminated early. And she's so bad. And she was so bad at the uh, reunion. She's overchanged her parents. Ah, goodbye. Bye. What I will say, what I will say, 
I do think that although I think you're correct, most of the things that you said about the Canada Six, I do think that she was somebody who's who's kind of owned, uh, like that she might have been, you know, kind of uh, over jealous and how she was thinking. Um, yeah. I think she's somebody that's owned that. And I, I think the fact that she can crazy. own that, I think the fact that she can own that, I think may speak, you know, positively to how she would play. You know, the, I, to my knowledge, it's like the first kind of strategic game that she's played since Big Brother Canada, right? In terms of like a competitive. I don't know if she played a strategic game the first time. <laughs> okay but uh but yeah so i i think that being you know self-aware i think is it's going to be a um uh a, a, you know an advantage for her for sure okay so there's only a few people left on the board what, what are the next two you want to take i will take ovi and alex ovi and alex okay tell us why um i have no idea who they are but i do not want the other people on my draft <laughs> okay so you're very against the other people. Okay, so uh, so Ovi, oh, it was in the most recent season. He was about the third boot. Uh, I, I think most people probably know him because uh, it, it didn't seem like he was kind of uh, a little bit bullied, uh, although he didn't realize it. But it seemed like that was kind of like the consensus through Twitter. And he was an early boot. He was, I think, the, the second person voted out, but the third person evicted. Um, and then Alex was on the OTC, which was the CBS All Access season. She like won, the right? had a lot of. She did not. Her sister won. Oh. Um, her sister one, but that was the twist is that they put two sisters in the house and, uh, and nobody really could tell until they, um, until one of them, until Alex was evicted. And then when Alex was evicted, Morgan told like, you know, her allies and stuff. Um, but yeah, so those, those two players are off the board and let me see, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. So there's three people left. I think that I'm going to go with my last two. Um, I don't know who I want to stick you with. I gotta be honest. Um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna play it smart. I'm gonna play who I think have the best two chances. You know, I, I'm gonna go with uh, give me Hamza and give me Ika. Uh, I, I really I, I I really I really just don't see Kevin winning. I really don't. Um, you know, I, I think I think Ika's probably going to be um, not booted early. I don't think nobody wants to boot out Ika because they know that the fans really came for her. Um, you know, came to see her, excuse me, not came for her, like her wig, um, but, but they want to see her. I don't think people want to go against her early, and I also think that she is flashy enough that if she could somehow get to the end, I do think she's obviously going to be really tough to beat. Um, I, you know, I, I am worried about her, like, when people ask her, like, hey, why are you playing sequester? She says, oh, I'm doing it for the fans, I'm doing it for Audrey. I don't necessarily know if that's, like, a winning attitude, the idea of, like, hey, I'm doing it for the fans, is I don't necessarily mean, that makes it seem like you're going to, like, play to win. Seems like you may want to play for be entertainment. But uh, but I do think that she has potential in the end. Uh, Hamza, you know, Hamza's played online sequester. He's played full sequester. You know, he's he's Hamza, right? So he's uh, uh, you know uh, a, a bit much. Um, but at least he's he's you know aware of the twist. Where Kevin, I just don't see Kevin. Like I, I could I could see Kevin literally being the first boot. Um, so like I, I really didn't want to touch him at all. Um, and and now you're stuck with Kevin. So uh, t- tell us what you think about Ika, Hamza, and Kevin. Um, I think Ika is literally the female evil dick. Okay. I think she um, has a tendency to bully people. I think she Ooh. is rude, abrasive. I don't think she's very intelligent. I think her game wasn't very strong in Big Brother Canada 5 either. And I do think that she will be targeted pretty early on in this game and eliminated. I, I disagree with all of that, so do not send hate mail towards me. Uh, what do you think about Hamza and uh, Kevin? Um, I think Hamza is the uh, Canadian version of Evil Dick. I think no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think I don't think Hamza's ever there to win any game. 
Right? Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of comes in and is like, I'm here to make good TV and play hard. And then he's just all eliminated free jury. I don't know if he has any intention on winning. I don't think he thinks he has a shot. He's just, you know, he's fine. But, you know, I don't think he's winning. And, do you want to know? Uh, do, do you want to know a fun fact about Hamster that you might not know? Yeah. So, uh, so this is a spoiler alert for anybody who has not seen Sequester Season Two, but Hamza lost a uh, one-on-one competition to stay in the game to Kim Matina. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, poor Hamza. Yeah. Um, and Kevin, Kevin is like Kevin is the most overrated player, Big Brother Ken. A hundred percent. Like he, um, he lucked out by winning those competitions. I know people say he broke the game, but he just like had a good memory and did well in those memory competitions. But there was once where he was very close to losing. There was pure physicality that he could have easily lost to Dimitri's. So I, I, don't, I don't know if I buy the fact that he um, broke the game. I think he got much more lucky than he was. He was a returning player on a season with a lot of non-returnees, and there's a lot more bigger returning names who are blocking him from being targeted early. So I I just think people have a huge love interest in Kevin because he interests the fans, he does poker and stuff, and he does things like this that people really like him. But I don't think he's a threat to win. I think he'll have a bigger target than he needs in the game for not being as smart as he actually is at the game. He seems like a really nice guy, though. All right. Well, that does it. I'm excited to watch it on Friday. Are you? Um, You'll tell me about it. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll, I'll either watch it or I'll hopefully that there's like a recording of it. Yeah, I, well, I believe that like especially with the RHAP thing, I think they realized that how they can record it and archive it for future like uh because with Twitch now you can like archive past broadcasts and stuff. So I think if they want to archive it, they can. And I think for this, they probably will want to. So um, what does the winner what, get in this draft? I don't uh nothing. <laughs> well, how, what, what does the loser have to do? I feel like the loser should have to make a video. Talking about how Kevin Martin is the greatest uh, online reality player or reality player ever, and that they love him. No, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Okay, so yes, yeah, so that'll do it for us. That was our draft. Uh, you know, comment, e- email us at Broviver Podcast Network. Uh, Unless you're like, then do not email us. No, you can email me. I'm Listen, I love the Queen. I, I had nothing bad to say. It was Tyler that had a lot to say. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Reviver, Um, And we'll be back with more Reality Dailies this week. We have Bachelor Listen to Your Heart. We, we talked about Quibi's reality show. And then on Monday, we're going to get into the challenge, Total Madness. So thank you, Tyler, for being here. And hopefully we'll hear from you guys soon. Bye. Doodles.